We the GamerCast is powered by the You, Me, and Capri Patreon. We want to say thank you to some people starting with our Diamond Executive Producers, Slimer Snarf, Lee Navarro, and Jonathan Brown. Also, our Platinum Producer, Robbie Bobby Miller. And then to our Gold Level Patrons like James Johnson, Jean Kay, Skinny Matt, Ashley Nicholson, Aaron Gropper, Trucker Sloth, Argo, Ryan Turford, Egg Shen, and Ray Sony Pony Martinez. Thank you everyone for all of your support. Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday, but patrons get it first. They get it on Fridays. Thank you for subscribing, for telling a friend, for telling a mom, for rating us on Apple Podcasts, which, by the way, it's been a while, so jump on there. Be the next person. Be be a hero. Go on to Apple. Does anybody even... Is that the problem? Does anybody even use Apple Podcasts app anymore? Is, is anybody still using that? Are we all just boycotting Apple because it's a whole... That's a whole other thing? Guys, if you're new... Here's the deal. Every week I have Sweet Hangs with a Stranger from the Internet. We talk about life and video games, and today is a very special one. But if you want to be part of the show, tweet at me, at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Barry Carenza is on the show today from Switch Mania Podcast, and he reached out to me a while ago, and uh, basically probably at the beginning of the summer. And here we are heading on into the fall. We're rounding the corner into the last couple of months of the year. Believe it or not, 2020 does have an end. It's going to happen. We're going to get there, everybody. Uh, but not before you hear this wonderful conversation. I got to meet. I got to meet a stranger. This is classic. We the gamer cast. A stranger from the internet. I've never met before, and this is a wonderful chat. Uh, we get to. I get to. I love hearing um, people kind of like with their life moments. And there's definitely a big life moment. And there's a there, there's a bit of a jaw dropper in this. So stay tuned for that guy. I don't want to spoil it. But Barry is a he's a wonderful person. I'm so glad that we had a chance to meet. And um, guys, I'm I, I'm a little all over the place right now. I hope you guys are doing okay. I just finished a stream. It's uh 11:23. I like to update you guys on the time that I'm doing this. And earlier tonight, I put Link into bed. Put Ellie and Link into bed. Did the whole like did the whole thing by myself. Yes, Chelsea had dinner ready for us, so I basically just had to take it out of the oven and like. And, and feed ourselves but you know that's a that's a thing that's a big step for me got everybody to bed everything is uh kitchen is clean everything the dishes are done even the kids even put some of the toys away by themselves holy crap remember when i first started the show there wasn't even kids in the in the picture at all and now they're putting their own toys away holy cow this show is growing up i'm growing up you're growing up starting to get hair in really weird places um i spent the stream tonight though after putting Lincoln in the kids to bed, I may have fallen asleep next to Lincoln, and that may have thrown me off just a little bit for this entire evening. Hopefully, it doesn't throw off my sleep. I feel like I'm I haven't actually woken back up. It's like that weird. I guess this is maybe what they. I don't feel like I've got insomnia because I do have I, I have the ability to fall asleep every single night. My sleep has been a little bit strange lately, and the other thing that has been weird is is my eating. And that's basically what we spent the last couple of hours on stream talking about. It's like getting that kind of thing under control. Because the last you would have heard from me, if if all you listen to is this, the last thing you would have heard from me is uh, I was starting to get things under control with the 
uh, 21 day fix. Grouchy Surge and I are messaging him every day uh, that, that the exercise is continuing, and I've managed to string together every week. Every day this week, I should say, I've woken up early, gotten down into the space, the same space I do this podcasting, the same space I do the, the Twitch stream, the same space I do my, my uh, <laughs> I was going to say 9 to 5, but that's not even remotely close, uh, my work, my day-to-day job. It's also my workout space. Like So much stuff happens here. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, today's Thursday as I record this, all those days, I woke up early, got my workout in, and it's been good, man. That that feels good. I wrote, I read a book earlier uh, on Monday. No, was it Sunday? R- read, I finished reading a book, and the last kind of bit of it was talking all about discipline and how you just like don't make excuses. Get up early if you want to find time to like ex- to exercise and get that done. Wake up early and get it done. And it's like I used to. I've been really thinking about this. Like I used to get up way earlier to commute to work. So. You know, it's it's about time. I'm gonna I, I I can actually use that what used to be commuting time to actually getting exercising. So that's good. That's been great. Next step, I gotta get this eating under control because I gotta I gotta fit back into my clothes. I'm also like normally I would do. I don't know if you guys uh, do this as well when you're on Zoom calls all day when you're when you're working from home. You do like the sweatpants, but like nice on top. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm gonna do like full on like what I was wearing when I was going into work. Shirt, tie, dress pants, like do, do the whole thing. Because I like when I wasn't wearing those, if I was just wearing sweats, like sweats always fit. <laughs> That's kind of why you wear them. They're they're super comfortable. So I, it's it's going to be my daily check in. It's just to make sure that my clothes actually fit, that my gut isn't like pushing the the buttons out, and they're not going to just. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna, if I go back to work, if they're like, hey, today you guys are going back to work, I'd be like, cool. Um, can I wear t-shirts and and sweatpants? Because none, none of this fits. So I got to get this under control. Stay tuned on that. On the gaming front, guys, today as I record this is Mario Day on Nintendo. None, I don't think any of us saw this coming, at least not like today is a specific thing. And when I saw the, the Mario announcement, all I saw before actually watching the video was the 3D All-Stars thing. So I thought I was watching a video to go like check that out. And I got everything else. And I am so stoked. And I can't wait to talk to Bobby about that finally Finally, we have something of substance to talk about with Nintendo. I've been, I've had a weird relationship with Nintendo this week or this year, this entire year. It's been very strange. Uh, Xenoblade's been good, but Bobby doesn't care about <laughs> Xenoblade, so stay tuned for a cool cup of Joe. I can, I guarantee it. Um, I spent tonight playing uh, Tony Hawk, and yes, Jace Backridge, if you're listening, I am going to get back to Wasteland Three. Tonight, I just wanted to, to stream it because it's new, but Wasteland 3 has captured my imagination. I talked all about it on the Xbox Drive, if you guys already heard that. If, if not, check it out, but um, I've rambled on too much because i got to get you guys into this conversation with Barry Carenza from Switch Mania Podcast and a whole bunch of other stuff. You can follow him on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. What a great Twitter handle. So here he is, a great person, Barry Carenza. Yo, I love your bookshelf, man. I don't see a lot of people with bookshelves these days. It's it's mostly this, and I'm like, I kind of want to, like, of actual books. Like, these are bookshelves, of course, but nobody throws actual books there. Like, yeah. I have some, I have some books here. Yeah, yeah, man. Gaming ones, you know, like these are, like, if I can pull one out, these are like the uh, little Sonic the Hedgehog comics. And oh, stuff. those are dope. Those are awesome. Yeah, they're little like, pocket comics that they did for a little bit. Some of this is like writing stuff because I'm a writer and stuff. I got. 
like Mass Effect. I saw that one <laughs> definitely. Deception. I haven't. I haven't read any of the Mass Effect stuff. Like I haven't gotten into really any of the. I just need time. Like I'm always. That's why I'm, I'm pointing it out because I'm mostly just jealous. Like have you read all those? Ah uh, no, some of this are my wife's. Uh, this is the worst Mass Effect book. Don't read this one. The okay. first three are fantastic. <laughs> uh, I've read most of the Sonics. A lot of this other stuff is just you know editing books and stuff like that. What kind uh, of, for what kind of editing? Like for podcasts and stuff? No, no, no. Look, like actual editing, like writing. Oh, really? This this is a, a gaming one. The Street Fighter Complete History. I've got back. Oh, here. that's dope, man! Look at it. It's all just like right there. I love that. Yeah, I try to keep. I have I have this whole closet that's. I don't know if it's in my screen or not. Yeah, yeah. Side is literally we we emptied it out. And we built bookshelves in there mm-hmm. for books because we just had too many books, and we're like, well, we're not using the closet for anything. <laughs> we'll Seriously. just make it a closet. Okay, uh, can you tell me the secret to like? Do you read fast? Like, are you able to actually like keep up? And I don't consider no. myself a fast reader at all, and it just it discourages me from reading more. I play games more than I read. I'm surrounded by the. It's funny that you picked up on the books. <laughs> You're the first person to ever be like, you have books in a bookshelf. Everyone focuses on the games, which is a mess because I I got to clean out that back. And it's like, oh wow, yeah. You're, some people focus on the lights a little. The lights little. are sweet. Yeah, I've got some of those. Um, I've got the Ninja Turtles ones. I got, I yeah. got a couple of these guys. I love these ones. Yeah. Uh, I want- oh, I love the Mega Man too. The red, the red and orange. That was yeah. great. I love that. I've, had, I've done interviews with game developers, and they're like, I want that one. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I did I did a podcast where one, one person was like, yeah, if I don't win that contest, I'm coming over and getting you. I'm like, wait, oh, what? Oh, we were giving it away? No, we were giving it away a contest by like eShop cards. I'm like, if I don't win, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to take that Mega Man because I want it. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> Dude, like, we, could, we could spend an hour just like deciphering all the things if I can just like point them all out like you've got a virtual boy back there like just kind of that's the incredible thing about your backdrop is that the virtual boy is not like a like a camouflaged device it's not it's it's big it stands out 95 that was mine i i I had it as a child i love that virtual boy but it like it kind of mixes in with everything else like most people are going to be just listening to this um and so just trying to like paint a picture of like all the things behind you like that just kind of blends in the virtual boy just blends in with the thousands of things you got like you got cards back there too cars now cards like playing cards like yeah like oh, collectible got, cards or something i got amiibo cards oh stop amiibo cards there i've got limited run cards i've got ar cards like from bravely default ar cards from bravely default i don't think i ever got those yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure I have that physical I I may have that. I'm pretty sure I have that that, that cart. I don't know if I have I don't think I've ever really looked inside <laughs> to check for them. Lectures edition, but then like there was a Nintendo rep and they were just like giving them out. So I got like 18 packs of them. I'm like, "Oh, oh my God. nice, man." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right, thanks, you know. I'll, I'll take free stuff. I got I got super rare cards from like super rare games and stuff." <laughs> Very <laughs> where does it end, man? Like where does this well, maybe I'll go back to the beginning of where did it start, but like, really, like, are you, are you concerned <laughs> about all about all this stuff? When you, when you amass a collection as large, you start to question your sanity. Yes, that's uh, what I mean. I'm glad we're on the same page about this. I was, I don't know if, uh, you know, him. he's a good friend of mine, Leonard Herman. He's the video game scholar. He wrote the book, uh, Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix is out now. Very, very sweet sweet man a good friend of mine he came over and he was just looking at my collection he just he looked at me he's like barry 
this is an obsession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Leonard, you've got way more consoles than I ever do. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about, obsession? You know, pot calling the kid. I was like, but the games, like, this is an obsession. <laughs> how many games do you think? You, how many games do you think you have? Uh, well over twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Yes. <laughs> okay. What? Twelve thousand. I think. I had no idea where I was going to go with that, like where that answer was going to, I, th- I wasn't even sure if you're going to be able to give me an answer and let alone you did. And it's, that's astronomical. I well, don't know what 12,000 things look like. It's because, all right, as a collector, and I'm sure other people have done this, I'm not sure how much of this is even in the, in, in the podcast, if this is actually part of it or not. Oh yeah, this is all it, man. Cool. Um, as a collector, um, one of the things I've had a problem with and other people most likely have is buying duplicate games. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, I already have this? I yeah. already have this? Like, like, wait a minute. Hold on. So I had to do a catalog, and, and other people use catalogs too, and just using a program to just – and that is a task. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. When you have it caught up, but it is a task. To... What do you use to catalog it? Like I had like – for the longest time, I was pretty diligent about just a Google Docs, like a spreadsheet. And just like every column was like a different system or whatever. So I was, cause I was doing the exact same thing. And then I couldn't, once things went digital, I was like, it was all lost. Cause I couldn't keep track of all the new games I was getting on PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold and all these things. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep track. So I'm, but I'm always curious. Like that seems kind of like elementary, like rudimentary kind of just doing the spreadsheet thing. Like there's got to be a better way. I did spreadsheets to start with too. So mm-hmm. you're not alone. Okay. A lot of people. Um, I don't, I don't count anything digital. I don't okay. usually buy digital. I get codes, you know, for like review purposes for right. digital. Otherwise I do not count anything digital, especially like you mentioned PlayStation plus mm-hmm. PlayStation plus is great. They give you free games, but once you, once you end that service or the service goes away, those games go bye-bye. Yeah, for sure. So now it's like, well, wait, do I have to, now I have to delete them from my, my spreadsheets and pin the butt. So I don't touch any of digital mm-hmm. things. I don't even have PS Plus or Xbox Live Gold anymore. I just don't play online games. But uh, I looked around and I chose the uh, collectors with a Z um, or, or CLZ games. They have like a movie one and a book one and all this stuff. But I use the game one. Uh, it is a subscription service. Um, but here's the cool thing. You pay for like a year and you get updates. And then after that year ends, you don't have to pay. You can still utilize the program. And then like you can up it whenever they do sales or something like that. And, and uh you know, get get new updates. You just won't be able to update your program, but you can still update your spreadsheet. Okay, what was it called again? Editors? Uh, it was Collectors. Collectors. Z. With a Z. Or uh, just look up CLZ Games. That's the abbreviation. And the Games is the particular uh, um, app for it. And the nice thing is there's a phone app um, and a computer app and PC app. So once you buy, like, buy your subscription for like a year, you download the mobile app and then you sign in and it syncs them okay and it has free cloud storage like even if you're not paying a subscription you still are connected to the cloud so sorry what does the subscription get you i'm not sure why you're paying for this <laughs> uh it gets you updates to the program as they're constantly updating the program sure so what so does that one, do <laughs> adding new features and stuff like that because it, it, it lets you you know put uh icons or, or box art and stuff like that and, and add different things and new sorting features and everyone displays their collection any way they want um i oh is it like I, a like a like a community so are you looking at other people's kind of collection 
yours, but but it has a community thing. So like, if you say I'm going to add in this game, I'm going to you know Super Mario Brothers. You type in Super Mario, and it, like other people have already added it in. So you just like click and you add. Yeah. But if a game in the in the system in their system, you actually can auto add it yourself if mm-hmm. you want, and then submit it. But it is a great because of that cloud feature because it auto syncs. Sure. So if game on my pc boom it's on my phone it's boom it's on my wife's phone so if i'm out let's say i go to a, a thrift store or a goodwill or even at a, a garage sale and i see a game or a GameStop, and i'm like oh here's this game do i have it i can instantly check on my phone and i know it's up to date mm-hmm. or my wife's out and she sees something and says "Ooh, you know this looks interesting do we already have it so uh, is, she, just, is she into the collecting as well she is not into it as much as i am it's it's definitely more of my <laughs> hobby. I think it would be hard to believe if anybody could be into it as much as you. But yeah, she. I mean, she. It's she a high bar. Stock in it. She loves it for what it is. She loves it because it's my passion. Yeah, that's she. Sweet. She enjoys like, hey, it's a Saturday night, and I, what am I going to do tonight? Like, and she could like go through the shelf and go, ooh, this looks interesting. I'll give this a try. Like just to but, play a game or something. Play a game. Yeah. Uh, the problem is time, of course. You know, when you work full time, and you you know, it's you time is very short Seriously. and like, oh, i want to play i want to play like a hundred things and i've got two hours to do mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys have kids not yet we have dogs um which are kids yeah very much kids um mm-hmm. especially as they get older but we do not have kids at the moment how old we, are your dogs one just turned 15 oh wow what kind of dog is he he's a chihuahua he, okay uh, so yeah he's yeah that's they, they they go to what like 20 or something uh depending yeah. um Small dogs actually usually aren't don't last as long. We we're very lucky um, with him, but now he he had a heart failure. So oh now no, he's on four, four like five different medications four times a day, like six o'clock in the morning and two o'clock in the afternoon. So like we're we're constantly and one of the one of the pills is a water pill, so he's constantly going to the bathroom. So it's like a kid, like a baby. You gotta no kidding. Uh, we have another one that is ten and another that's eight. So oh wow kids and they very much need attention and we watched so we, we don't have kids yet and obviously that's gonna totally eat into gaming time for sure i know it's like that's like the number one concern <laughs> it's like uh money yeah whatever but like gaming like how am i already like marty strapped for time when it comes to gaming how am i supposed to do that it seems though like you do get like I don't know, at least in my experience you, you get i wasn't good with no sleep i'm still not very good with no sleep but i'm way better now than i was before that's for sure Every now and then it'll catch up with me. Like last night, I put Lincoln to bed and I fell asleep immediately afterwards. And I woke up at 12 o'clock in the morning and then I was up until 6. So I was up between 12 and 6 a.m. Just like I was playing a little PGA tour. And then I'm like, I can only play so much. I should probably go to bed. But my what I typically do is I put on a movie when I want to go to sleep, which is really stupid. And I don't think that really makes sense for most people, but it, it usually works for me. So I put on the social network and I'm like, I've seen this a million times and I watched that and uh, got all the way through it, was engrossed all over again. I'm like, wow, this is an amazing movie. I forgot how good it is. And then I'm like, <laughs> why don't I put on the Matrix while I'm up here at four o'clock in the morning? So I finished the Matrix and went to sleep at six, got up at 7.30 for work. And it's been, it's been a day, man. <laughs> it's well, been a day. I used to watch tv going to sleep when i was single mm-hmm. um, me too that, i would fall asleep and then i started to still do that when my wife and i met we started you know sleeping together and she like i would usually use the sleep timer mm-hmm. she would she has the ability to hit the you know pillow and go out i have problems falling asleep yeah. so we're 
opposite. So I'll be watching TV. I'll do the sleep timer for an hour. A lot of times, like, oh, you know, an hour goes by. I see like five minutes left. I'm like, reach the room. Yeah. (laughs) Occasional times I would fall asleep and she'd wake up, realize I was asleep and the TV was on. So she starts smacking me like, why is this on? The light's in her face and she's really pissed off. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop doing that. So now I listen to music where at least I have my headphones on and Mm -hmm. (laughs) only I'm being disturbed then. And even are you like Bluetooth headphones or are you like wired and everything? Wired old school over the head. (laughs) Are you really in bed? Yeah, in bed. I love that. I I started listening to podcasts in bed. That's when I realized that I might have a bit of an issue, like with like obsession and whatnot. When I started like I can't I guess I can't go to sleep without listening to a podcast, like until (laughs) the moment that my brain turns off and I can go into dreamland for a bit. I've done that too. Um the problem I found with podcasts is I love podcasts. I so love I. being on them. And I love I love actually listening to them. So when I'm listening to something that I want to pay attention to, I can't fall asleep because I, I want to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. I want to hear stories that are being told. So music, at least it's an album I've listened to enough times. I know it. I can, you know, just kind of relax into the music or sing along in my head. And next thing I know, you know, usually it's morning. Just conked out until you get that one song. And it's just like, oh, oh man, this is getting my heart rate going oh, up. I'm getting pumped up. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to be going to sleep. Yeah, I start See? getting the chills as it's mm-hmm. going. I'm like, oh, man, this song's great. <laughs> oh, man. What kind of music are you into? Uh, I like rock, punk, alternative, ska, stuff like that. Oh, nice. Where in the world are you, Barry? I am I am in the northeast. I'm northeast United States. I'm in right. I'm eight miles uh, outside of Manhattan. Is is that like does that influence the music? I was I wouldn't have guessed that actually based on the music that you told me. I don't know why. Honestly, I've never been one of those that lets my environment influence me. I've just kind of moved to my own beat. You know, mm-hmm. done my own thing. You know, I've listened to all types of music throughout my life. I think most people have, and it's just. Uh, it's just that type just resonated with me the most mm-hmm. at most crucial periods of my life and time. And now I'll still listen to albums I listened to in the 80s and 90s. I always love 80s music, too. I mean, it doesn't oh, fit. Oh, nice. I'm an 80s kid. So for me, it's it brings me back to my childhood. But it's not something like I have the albums, too. It's like if it comes on the radio, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this brings me back. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of sad. Is I just saw a thing on the Internet the other day. That said, um, that 70s show aired, like, I think it was 20 years ago this week or something. Oh, and yeah. it's like, if they were to do a show like that, they could do that 90s show basically in two years based on that. Like, based on when it aired versus back in the 70s when it was, like, based on 1976, I think it was. And it's like, they could do that 90s show in, like, a year. And it would be that, like, how oh. it felt for us in the 90s looking back in the 70s. Like, what a mystical time. Like, what a crazy time. You can't even imagine. You know, I still think of 1995 as like yesterday. yesterday. Well, we yeah. lost in my in my brain. I lost 2000 to 2010. Like they're yeah. just gone. Like yep. I th- I think I was in I was in university for for most or for many of those years. And I don't know what it is. It's just like a non-decade. Like like what even happened? You are, I mean, something's happened. There, I graduated high school in 2001, and I met my wife in the end of 2009. And between those periods of time, my college years, uh, I don't really have much memory of things outside of the games that that happened then. Mm-hmm. And thank God for the games. You know, a lot of people said like I don't remember my college years or that time. You know, usually it's alcohol. Like I was always drunk or drugs. I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. I've never. So it's one of those things where the only reason I don't remember is I don't know. I think <laughs> it's just time, man. I think it's just a long time ago. It was, it was a long time. But I remember the 90s. I remember mm-hmm. the 80s. 
and I was like, now I can't, I can't remember the 2000s other than the games. Like I, I equate parts of my life based on when consoles came out, and I've mm-hmm. noticed this, like 100. percent So, what are some of like the major milestones in life that kind of like coincided with with games? Like what, when you got when you met your wife, like what were you playing? When I'm well, we met actually playing Final Fantasy XI. So oh, we stop! Were, really, you met online playing together? Playing a video game together, yes, absolutely. Playing an MMO. Uh, there, there's other. Uh, we we have other friends that have done the same, but we absolutely. And, and she wasn't near me. It wasn't one of those. She was 700 plus miles away. And uh, what? Where the heck was she? She was down in Tennessee. And, <laughs> and oh my gosh! Where we were together for six months, and literally, I went down to visit her for her birthday for six days, and I said to her, "I don't want to leave." So I came back. I, I told my job I'm, I'm leaving in six weeks. I told my friends. I told my family. Adios. I love you guys, but I am leaving. And Barry! I'm, I just left. I just packed up and left to go down to Tennessee because she was still finishing school. And and I moved in. We got a house together. We rented a house together. And Come and, on! And we stayed there for 10 months while she finished. And when she finished, she realized that there was – no matter where she ha- went for her job, she had to move because there wasn't really opportunities for her there in her hometown. So I said we could always go back to where I'm from, go up by New York. Because you already did the big move, man. Like you did it. You, it's fair for you to ask that. She said, you know what? Absolutely. So she packed up, told her friends, told her family goodbye and moved back up here. And we've been here ever since now for nine years now or eight years we've been here together that is one of the coolest things i've ever heard man holy crap so <laughs> hang on a second let's let's okay i'm gonna pause on this i'm glad i started with this one there's probably other major milestones that like coincide with gaming and stuff but that is the craziest <laughs> but coolest and obviously things have like completely worked out like okay so walk me through your kind of decision making here like was it kind of is this a good idea? I probably shouldn't do this. Did you have any doubts about it? Like, were you questioning? Were people around you questioning? When I first heard her voice over, we used TeamSpeak at the time. Of course. And uh, I first heard her voice. There was something about it. I just said, that woman is special. And I started talking with her Mm -hmm. during the event. And the more I talked with her, the more I just knew. And I actually, end. we were doing an event in, in 11, and I actually called one of my friends, who I also met through the game, and I just said, I'm going to marry that girl. And they're like, you're crazy. I said, no, there's something about her. And What we, was it? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you at all. If I knew if I could bottle up that feeling and sell it, I'd be a quadrillionaire. Yeah. I just knew. We just talked, and we just got along so well that we've been together now 11 years uh, and pretty much eleven years, eleven years next month, and we have not had a fight. What would you guys talk about? Like, obviously, you're playing the game, so there's certain coordination and stuff like that. But like, there's more to it than that. That, that. That's my experience with multiplayer, anyways. Is like, there's only so much of like the game itself that you're talking about. We we always just shot the shit, honestly, yeah. during the event, um, because we had run it so many times, yeah, uh, and it was just one of those things where we would just just talk. Uh, and especially like your early, you know, early interactions, you know, Hey, what do you like? What do you, things you do? And one of the things I asked her, I said, Oh, you know, do you, you know, 
do you have, first of all, I had to find out if she had a boyfriend, you know, of course, you know, hey, do you have one? And she said, no, I don't have a boyfriend because it would take away time from my gaming. <laughs> that's the, that's what you need to bottle up. That's the thing right there, man. Right there, it's like, okay. So, yeah, we, we just talked talk about everything <laughs> and anything. And the funny thing is there was no lulls. And I've had many girlfriends in the past that there have been lulls in that conversation where you're just sitting sure. there on the phone like, oh, my God, can we get off here? I've got other things I would rather do. Got to get back just, to my game. Anything. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It was just and there was never anything of that and it was just i don't know it was just mutual uh communication mutual affection mutual love out of nowhere from the start yeah. never stopped and did you always it, want to get married like did you ever see yourself kind of getting married stuff like that prior to yeah i yeah. absolutely married yeah I've, just one of those i'm a relationship kind of guy i like you know i find something i like and i just stick with it whether mm-hmm. it be woman or, or food you know i'm the type of person that would order or the collecting same collecting twelve thousand games or, or collecting games um but yeah it's just it, it, that was that was definitely the biggest milestone of my life in terms of that in terms of a game but yeah so so like people say like oh what's your top game like i'm like i have to say final fantasy 11 sure yeah totally <laughs> even though I, I do love the game and i spent 10 years of my life playing it um how many hours are, do you think like is it even possible to calculate um, it didn't help that I also went through a depression, so I sunk myself into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, like many people who do go through a depression, they just get addicted. And, and that was, you know, the golden age of MMOs was the 2000s. You know, mm-hmm. where everyone was playing World of Warcraft, I was doing 11. And, oh, I, I literally, just like you, I was up all night. I played a lot with a lot of people from, like, Pacific Coast. So there was like, oh, yeah, it's only, like, 11 for you, and it's th- 2 a.m. for me. But I was okay, let's keep playing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Isn't it strange that like there wasn't really like wouldn't streaming have been amazing for that? I guess like League has kind of taken that on. It's not really an MMO like more the the MOBA style stuff, right? But like Uh, wouldn't have been great for like World of Warcraft to have streaming back in the day. Are I mean there's streamers for all those games, there's streamers now for those games now for sure. But it's like how long has World of Warcraft been out? Twenty years? No, a little less than that. World of Warcraft actually came out after Final Fantasy XI, and Final Fantasy XI is still going. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the streaming would have definitely helped. I mean, yeah, I, that would have been phenomenal. It's just one of those things where it was just it was a camaraderie, mm-hmm. and that, that's to me the most special thing about that game. I mean, the dated graphics are fine, the dated systems are fine. I mean, they've, they've updated it, but I've made friends in that game because you were forced to. Like it was an MMO in the time where you, if you wanted to be by yourself, you can get to level ten, and then good luck going further than that. You needed a party mm-hmm. up. You needed to get with groups and. The friendships I've made there are still there today. Like yeah. wow. years later, they're they're the type of friendships where if they called me up right now and they're like, "I'm hurting, you know, for money, and my car just busted. I need a couple, you know, hundred dollars to help fix it, and I just I don't have the money." I would lend them the money wow. because they've done it for me, yeah. and that's the kind of you know friendships I love. I'm I'm the kind of person that will go out there and I will be your best friend and I'll be everybody's best friend because. That's to me the secret to happiness is just being nice to other people and and hopefully getting the same in, you know back. The the world is so crappy and one thing I've noticed with the gaming community just as a whole it's just genuinely very positive. Yeah. And you know I've made some great friends on social media and through game, other games and on you know on on the sites I've worked for and these are the type of people i want to surround myself with it's like i see people like oh i've got like ten thousand followers I'm like do you even know ten thousand people mm-hmm. like no. like mm-hmm. i'd rather 
smaller base of people who I talk with on a daily basis or where I post and people will message back and you know just that's the kind of of people I like and that's the kind of person I try to be and I fail you know from time to time I think we all do especially with time if I can reach out to everybody that I'm you know friends with every Tell single day it. doing, mm-hmm. I would love to if I had the time but I try and just make that occasional call you know every other month or something hey just wanted to check up on you mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's what people really need you know there's so many people I've come across that are just like oh you know they have low self-esteem and I get it. I have low self-esteem. So sometimes just that, hi, how are you doing, means the world. Oh, big time. So so interesting how so many people just gloss over that. They're like, oh, we need this big grandeur. They know. Just say hi. <laughs> I, I mean, this, it's, it's encouraging that that is all that you need, but it's also very sad as well because it just shows like how little people are getting, right, in, in terms of like encouragement from one another or just like people touching base and just actual conversation is kind of the, like I kind of look at it on, on both sides. So it's like, yeah, it makes it nice and easy to be a rock star and an all-star to go like, Hey man, how you doing? And they're like, Oh my God, thank you so much. But it's like, <laughs> like really? Like that's, that's it. Like what else is, is going on that that's, that can be so, that can be so meaningful. So yeah, I, I totally agree, man. Like I've definitely, I, I, when I'm down, I'm like, I feel better by being good to other people. Like it's actually not even really rocket science when you think about it. I I figure, you know, my my mother taught me growing up, you know, be you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. And I always wanted to be treated nicely. I mean, who really doesn't? Yeah. So always just tried to be nice to other people. Mm-hmm. And and it's just especially today, I mean, if you look at society today, like you call somebody, like people are like, why are you calling me? Why don't you just text me? I it's know, like, that's kind of like me though. Like I really like my brother called me the other day and uh and I'm like, oh man, somebody died. Like he hasn't called me in like forever. And I have picked up like the the biggest reason I called is I'm like something happened. And so and he's just like, no, we haven't chatted in a bit. And and then he got to eventually what he wanted, but <laughs> which was totally fine. It actually was something like really cool that I that I wanted to talk to him about. But it was one of those things where I'm just like, oh, I haven't seen this name pop up in in forever. It was nice to chat with him. But yeah, like I'm definitely one of those people. Like, could this be a text? And that's awful. Like, how did how did that happen? How do we go so quickly from like, I can't wait to get that person's phone number so we can, like, chat all night or whatever it is. I guess maybe it was, like, chats. Like, as soon as, like, ICQ and MSN Messenger and everything kind of happened, you were able to do so much more. Like, you could kind of have a – you didn't have to be stuck on a phone call for four hours with this one person. You could be at your computer for three and a half hours, four hours with, like, 12 people yep. and having private conversations the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was that was college. <laughs> that was our days, mm-hmm. you know. I learned how to type, really. Honestly, yes. Chat rooms. Chat rooms mm-hmm. is how I at a speed type. Yeah, man. Especially the old school where they updated like every few minutes and I had timestamps. So you quickly. Oh, my had- gosh. It got yeah. in the next load. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You'd have like the barrage just kind of like come on up. That's crazy, dude. What about the talk to me about this move? What did you have to like pack up to move your life 700 miles away? Thankfully, um, yeah. because I was living with my mother and my grandmother at the time. Um, I didn't have to pack up much of anything, just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a suitcase with clothes. And I, she had, she had a 360 and a Wii. So I left my PS3 here. Actually, she had a PS3 as well. So I was able to just bring a couple games that I was playing. Yeah. Um, like Final Fantasy 13, I was playing at the time. And, uh, uh obviously my, my laptop with, with Final Fantasy 11. And, uh, I brought my DS. 
and uh, my PSP and some games. And <laughs> that was virtually it. I just drove. I just That's a lot, man. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And and, and obviously we were going to have stuff there, and then we had to move it all back because I so figured anything. Whose idea was it, though? Whose idea was it for you to, like, like who who brought it up first? You're like, well, like I guess I'm gonna move to you. I'm gonna move in with you. Like, how do you how do you broach that with somebody online? Uh well, we did that when we were in person. Like, we waited till we. I went down there. I flew sure. down for six days for her birthday. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. So well, and everything was so great. And she was still finishing school. She had a semester and a half left for her for her degree. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just working. You know, I, I'm. You know, I'm just doing a retail job at the moment. I said, yeah, I don't Something you could do anywhere kind of thing? Is that what you thought? Anywhere. So I'm like, you know what? And they, they were ready to promote me and stuff, too. They're like, we want to promote you. I said, here's my, here's my resignation. Oh, can you tell me what store it was? Like, where were we? actually. I was working at Brookstone, which no longer. What really is that? Did. Brookstone? Um, did you ever hear of Sharper Image? No, I'm Canadian. Yeah. Okay. We have igloos so, here. That's it. Brookstone is pretty much the store that you went to buy somebody who had uh, gifts if they have everything. It had like weird, like, oh, massage, yeah. knickknacks and a little electronics and little helicopters and stuff. Um, so, it was, you know, it was, a, it was a job I could do anywhere. I was just a sure. salesman. But, uh, yeah, I just, I told her, I said, you know what? Let's do this because I knew she was stuck there for the next 10 months. And yeah. I knew, like, I could, I can come and go, you know, or we can actually start building our life. And Why I do said, I feel like I should ask her to be on this podcast as well? Like, I feel like I should have had, like, both of you guys here kind of recounting the story <laughs> from, like, both sides. That would have been amazing. Yeah, sure, she, she'll be on I don't ask you. any pre-show questions. I feel like I'm going to have to start doing this. Because, like, <laughs> I know some interview shows will do that. They'll go, like, okay, so, like, what do you got, right? Like, do you have stories, things like that? And I'm like, I feel like that's kind of kind of takes away like my reaction is completely a thousand percent genuine like when i don't know that that's gonna happen of like you're gonna tell me that thing so that's why i stopped doing that but at the same time like i would love to like does she is she into podcasts is she does she talk on the internet did she do any of that kind of stuff she she has been on one of the playcasts i'm on uh but for the most part she doesn't like do youtube or anything like that Sure. yeah it's It's a little weird isn't it that we do this no, because it's what we love. <laughs> but for like for people who don't do it, like for people like like when you and I are talking like this, not weird at all, right? Like this is just something we do every single week. It's totally fine. We've been doing it forever. But you talk to somebody just outside of that, and they go like, "What you do? What? Like my my parents call it a blog. They're like, "How's your blog going?" I'm like, "It's a podcast. I've been doing it for like five years. Come on, man." Well, so my yeah, like <laughs> it's a different lifestyle. It's just a different. I don't know. It's a different animal. It's a different kind you of set what, of characters here's what it is if, if someone isn't part of doing a podcast if they're not in a podcast or they don't listen to podcasts they may say you know what why like you said right why, why spend your time you could spend your time doing anything else mm-hmm. and you know we, one of the podcasts i do uh with nintendo fuse we do it live and whenever you do a live show um you're always going to have fluctuating views you know some some episodes you may have a lot of people some little it depends on whatever everybody's doing obviously they have to have the time to sit there and even during a podcast it'll, it'll differentiate people will come in late or leave early and one mm-hmm. person actually once said they said why are you doing this there's like two people watching like right now like it's a slow time why why are you why are you even wasting your time and i said well besides the fact that this is recorded so people can obviously listen to it when it's not live i said 
because we enjoy doing it. Yeah, man. And and those two people that are watching right now, they're enjoying themselves because they're here. So mm-hmm. if I'm entertaining one person, that's enough for me. You know, yeah, man. if I'm making somebody's day, just one person's day, um, that's it. That's all it takes. Uh, you know, and I've met some really great people doing what I do. And, Same here. And some sometimes I'll just get messages, just like, "Hey, I would just like to talk," and I just talk with them. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "They're so appreciative," and like, they, like they're like, "Oh, you're actually giving me the time of day." I'm like, I'll give you all the time of the day if you want to do that. Like, <laughs> like I love to talk games. Uh, I'm a people person. Let's go. Let's talk. And I've wound up going down that avenue with these people who are, who have never met before. They just they they follow me on podcasts and they they reach out on Twitter and stuff. Follow and. Uh, conversations have gotten dark like oh you know i'm going through this or i'm going through this and i'm like wow you know let me sit here and let me try to help out and they've told me after like just talking about it made it better and i said this oh is, yeah this is this is enough reason alone mm-hmm. yeah man it's it's something special too and it's like i've kind of gone back and forth on like what's the what does the future hold for all of the podcasting things you do it for so long and you're like am i am i i don't even want to use the word stuck doing it but like is this the path like is this the groove that you kind of stay on for forever. And it's like, I can't imagine life without doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like, I, where do you hear stories from somebody that like, they, they totally picked up their life and moved 700 miles away because they met somebody on final fantasy. A lot. Like there's no, there's nothing like that. And every now and then I get one of those moments where I'm just like completely blown away by people's stories, their origins, their journeys, whatever it is. And it's just like, that's the magic. Like that's kind of like, that's kind of why you do it. But like, really that's even a more, complicated answer then i love the way you put it like i just like doing it yeah. like why do why does anybody do anything it's like pro- hopefully because they like doing it because we spend so much of our time doing things that we don't want to do oh yeah. you know what i mean so it's at least something that we have a little bit of agency we can control that's when do you get especially for anybody with like a creative flair like when do you get a chance in your everyday life to just like build something create something and like craft it and get better at it and all that stuff like it doesn't happen Absolutely. And it's it's just one of those things where, you know, if you're passionate, your passion carries through to your work. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're a technical whiz, if you've got, you know, the know how to just put yourself out there. And that's really what it is, just putting yourself out there. Um, that's, that's the weird part that I was kind of talking about before. That's really what I was trying to say. Like, that's why there's something off about all of us i think is like if you're okay with like really putting yourself out there it's like it's not the usual it's not the norm i guess well it's one of those things where you know people people used to ask when i would go to school be like oh you know why are you wearing that outfit that doesn't look good or whatever i'd be like i don't give a crap what other people think and i and i've always lived my life that way like i don't care if i you know walking down the street and someone looks and goes oh your hair's a little messed up okay congratulations does, mm-hmm. make- does anybody do that anymore that does seem like a 90s kind of thing you know maybe maybe not maybe but but people are very judgmental uh, especially on the internet even more so today than in the 90s you know people post a picture oh that's an unflattering picture whatever that's you know, you know what that's a good point and maybe maybe it's more just like my journey with time is <laughs> like in the 90s it was like we're all in like school and everybody's making fun of each other now yeah. kids are making fun of each other with the power of the internet so it's exactly. like totally worse yeah like you said everybody has a story to tell every Mm -hmm. human being on the planet has their own story to tell and unfortunately a lot of people don't care enough to take the time to listen Mm -hmm. and if you listen to other people's stories 
you a can learn something b maybe if they've made a mistake you can do the opposite so you don't make the same mistake i mean that's yeah, what he is and see you can find people that have similar interests and build a relationship build a bond build a friendship that could be everlasting because you have those things in common I've definitely uh, done all those things, but also live vicariously through other people because to the point about like there's not enough time for all the things. It's like, let me just get a little bit of slice of life of Barry because like I've always wanted to. Um, my wife and I were recently just we went on a bit of a road trip and we we're in this wonderful town just like in the middle of the mountains. And it was just like people choose to live here like they make it work and it looks awesome. And we're like, what would it be like to just kind of like pop up and you just. There's nothing in life. I I I I don't know if, if this makes any sense. It just seems like there's actually nothing real stopping you, right? Like there's it's it's the same type of freedom that you kind of feel like the first time you drove a car, the first time you took a flight by yourself, or when you drove 700 miles away. You're like, oh wait, like I can just go. Like yeah. there's nothing impeding me. You know, like I've, as long as I guess I got money and the gas money and a, and a means to kind of do that. But there's no like test you have to take. There's no permission in most cases to just take up your life and just like put it somewhere else like it's going to be hard but it's very much you can just you just move i don't know if that makes any sense to kind of say it that way it totally does and and i think there are some people that absolutely do that they will they will do that you know every year they'll just pick up and move they're very minimalistic That's fascinating to me dude i'm a rooted person like i don't here that's why i'm fascinated by it I, I am very much, and, and that, that's what made it such a big deal because I don't, I don't like to drive long distances. If I have mm-hmm. to drive, like you know, thirty minutes or more, I have to question: Is it really worth going out? You know, <laughs> you know travel or vacations or even like, you know, as much as as little as I can do in terms of travel, I will do. And mm-hmm. that's why the fact that I did that meant a lot because my wife knew that about me, knew that I'm very much a rooted person. Like, yeah. like right now, even with the pandemic, it's like, okay, like I don't have to go out. Really? You mean you're telling me to stay home? This okay. I'll yeah. do it. You know, like, lifetime experience <laughs> of doing this, man. Ready. I was prepared my whole life. Um and it's And it's, has that turned on you at all? Like I I definitely felt the exact same way. There's every once in a while there's moments where I'm like I mean, maybe I should go out. Maybe I should do something. But for the most part, like when, especially when it first happened, like yes, please, everybody stay away. I'm gonna be in my basement. I'm good with this. But like, it's been you've been pretty rock solid the whole time. I'm 100 percent rock solid. I mean, I go for walks. <laughs> you know, I'll, yeah. I'll pick food or I'll have food delivered or you know whatever. I support local business. Um, sure. I, I yeah. support the food in my town, and you know, but but outside of that, no, I'm fine. I could yeah, you know, good for you. I, man. I miss the freedom. Like, I don't like to go out, but I like the ability to go out. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, like, I had this moment where I was just kind of sitting by myself in the backyard. I just had, just had like, a very rare, beautiful moment just enjoying just kind of some sunshine. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to just go see a movie. I would love to go see a movie with my wife. And, like, we can just – we'll call our mom up. She can take care of the kids. And, like, we're just going to go. Tonight's movie night. And I'm like, it's freaking COVID. Like, theaters have been closed for, like, six weeks, man. Like, I have this – it was like being in a dream where you like things, anything is possible. But then there was actually like this impediment where I'm like, I guess I'll just not and we'll just kind of hang out inside and that's great and everything. But yeah, just I, I don't have that happen very often. But that was such a profound disappointment that I had because in my mind we were set and we weren't able to go. 
Yeah, I've just used the time to do a lot of house improvements when we could. Oh, um, good for you. Unfortunately, you know, like sometimes we go to Lowe's for lumber and it, no, we don't have any. It's sold out. Everybody's doing the same thing. Great. No kidding. But we do a lot of house improvements, working, working from home, of course, and then gaming. Yeah. You know, just getting through some backlog. Like, let's do what it. What have you been getting through? Um, I just did a, I did a couple things that I've been working on. I did the uh, the cold, Trials of Cold Steel. I did the first three games of that. I did uh, Mass Effect and Drama, and I never went to because I heard all the negative things. I'm like, I'm gonna go do that. I I did Tokyo Mirage Session. Sharp. Wait, F- what did you th- what did you think about um what did you think about Mass Effect and Drama? Because I didn't get past the first like five or six hours. I'll be honest. It was it as good as the trilogy? No, but was it a fantastic game? In my opinion, yes. The, was- the woman who says that her face is tired, I couldn't get past that. Is she in it a lot? I don't remember which one she, that was. She's like she's like this um. I think she's some sort of like admiral or captain or something. Like you're you're trying to do something and she goes around, she turns around and goes and she looks at you and says something to the effect of my face is so tired from having to tell people all these excuses or it's just this terrible, terrible line. Anyway. So you liked it though. Like and you played all the games, like you could actually get through it and it was it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed Mass Effect. I did. It was an open world Mass Effect. Um there was a interesting little tie to the trilogy, which I liked. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did that. I did Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition when that That's came what out. I just played through, man. I played it on the Wii, but I, I loved it again. Oh, it was my first time. Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite franchise, I think, outside of Zelda. And f- wow. This does it seem like like as like maybe I guess if it was out for the Wii, that was that was going back a while ago, I guess. Because for me it's like very instant. And I'm always curious for people who like they play a game and then they all they almost like they very quickly kind of pronounce that or determine that as like their favorite of all time. And I'm like, I don't know if there has to be like a certain amount of time that elapses before, I mean, of course, anybody can do whatever they want, but I, it always kind of strikes me a little bit of like, don't you want to sit on that a little bit? Presumably, you played a long time ago. This game was my favorite game of the past generation. Yeah, wow. Anything on the 360, the PS3, or the the Wii, or the, the DS, or the, the PSP. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, it's a magical game. It really is. And I like yeah. the second game even more. And X was also very good, and so was Torna. So it was one of those things where I I love that series. So I did that. I replayed through it again just just to relive it and it was just as good the first you know, it was the first time. Dude, you're really getting through like you're not kidding. You're you're getting oh, through like I, not just like little tiny games here. No, no, I, I'm an RPG guy, so I did Persona Five Royal after that. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> This is what I meant. Like I wanna live vicariously through people who I chat with on this show. I was like, like I would kill like was I wait, did you play Persona Five before? Like this is a replay no, for you as well? First time. That was your first time, yeah. So I just did you have a history with Persona a little uh, bit. I played a little bit of the first game on PSP, and I own every version of Persona that has come out. But that was actually the first one I've no played. No way! Yeah. I love that man. So, like, is it just like this thing where you go like RPG? I'm in. Like, basically, I, is there other criteria that you kind of look for? Well, I do look for other things, and I try to put what i call like palette cleansers in between when i can like smaller games you know i just did uh i just did cat quest one and two um which are much smaller one they're smaller um they're like action rpgs um much much smaller bite size scale very very good very cute um very well done uh i'm doing evil land now um which is another that one either look at this man that's an indie indie rpg 
but it's uh, again a smaller scale. And that one's actually interesting because you go through like the evolution. So the game starts out like a Game Boy game, and then it's like you've unlocked, you know, color, and that one's now color oh, I graphics. I love that. 16-bit graphics and then you've got like pre-rendered graphics and 3d and like it, the game actually evolves as you're playing the rpg and you have like zelda style things and then you turn to like turn-based and like the second one has like uh professor layton aspects and then you have to fight a boss and it turns into street fighter and it's literally a two one-on-one fighting uh there's like a diablo section where you go and it's all in diablo uh it's really cool like it just changes styles isn't there's, there's a shmup section where you're flying and you're shooting things like there's a triple triad card game in one of them <laughs> it's crazy how do these guys make all these styles it's, and it's all good like that's the thing like that's a jack of all right. trades like nothing changed or, or like you just keep going like things are just having it's just it's going through that's why it's called evil land it goes through the evolution it's really interesting oh my um, gosh man. so it's two two games but you you get it as a collection so well, um, walk me through walk me through your podcast too because you do a bunch of those you mentioned nintendo fuse you got switch mania like what what's what what are you going what do you got going on in the podcast line uh, okay, so I uh, I'm on the Nintendo Fuse podcast. I've been for seven years now, or more. Seven years. Yeah. How many episodes you guys do? Uh, we well, we we started doing when well, I joined late. I actually joined at episode like 92 was my first appearance. Sure. Um, but they used to do it like oh, like it's been a been a while. Let's do a podcast, and then we started doing it every month. And our old host, who was busy, so you could only do it every month. He had to leave the podcast to work on work and school and life. So now we do it every other week. Uh, so we do two times a month, pretty much. Yeah. And we have over 200 episodes now. Uh, but what we do is we do that live and on video. Yeah. So every other Tuesday. Um, so not tomorrow uh, as of recording, but like the first is our next one. We do that live on YouTube. We talk with people. We're right there. You know, there's there's no editing. There's no, you know, it is it is as it is. What um, is YouTube.com? Like, what's the URL? Uh, YouTube.com slash Nintendo Fuse. Perfect. Very easy to remember. You know, or just Nintendo Fuse on YouTube. We have other we have other videos there as well. We're not just podcasts. Um, so you, for, you can wait a minute. You guys started a podcast in the... Um, in the golden era of Nintendo, 2013. Everybody remembers 2013, 2014. Very, very great Nintendo years. Was that? Joined then. We we actually they started back in the Wii. That's when I joined. Oh, okay. So, well, I, and I'm obviously being facetious. Wii U era, not not so fun. 2012, I think, was Wii U. Is that when that came out? Because everything else came out 20... No, no, it did come out 2013. Nope. No, I'm backwards. 2012. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. So they started in the Wii, but maybe the tail end of the Wii? Yeah, they started, yeah, even, started halfway through the Wii. They started in like 2010. And uh, yeah, I joined in the Wii U era. And it was very interesting because of that. We were literally happy to see DLC. And uh, I still like, <laughs> say like, oh, that's a good episode to watch. I, I always tell people, like, we do Game of the Year episodes. Um, mm-hmm. We literally compile lists and we, we have our own personal list. And then we do like a collective Game of the Year. Um, trying to be fun in this way. Everyone gets their taste in. But I always tell people, like, go, go to like the 2016 like just just if you want a funny episode because we were grasping at straws for things because it was such a terrible year for Nintendo. Oh and, yeah, just before the Switch came out. Yeah, just before the Switch came out, I go back and I just watch that and I just horse laugh because we literally we're we're, we're talking about games from other years and I'm like no that that that's not <laughs> funny as hell at least from my perspective being on it. But uh yeah, it, it's been great that people have become a family. 
Yeah. Um, but we do other things. We do like you know game chats where we sit and we talk on you know different reviews. We do like collective reviews. Uh, I do a show called Industry Talk where I sit with different developers and other people of the industry and uh, just have a chat with them, uh, much like this. Uh, I've done like composers who've done like tribute albums. I've done other YouTubes, uh, YouTubers. I've done people who've put on uh, like uh, conventions and as well as developers. Um, I've done voice actress. You know, like it's just anyone who wants to talk, I'm willing to sit and listen. It's been mm-hmm. a blast. I made some really good friends in the industry that way. And then last year, I joined the Switch Mania Playcast, uh, which is a very Switch centric podcast um, where every week we play a uh, game and we talk about it that's our game of the week um, which is uh, that's a that's a weekly thing so that's every Friday we record that and lately we've actually started doing that live too um, so wait you're playing a game like while you talk about it or like it's kind of like a book club like kind of idea kind of deal so like this week it's evil land which is why I'm playing that so we, we all play the game and then we sit and we talk about it and we give our, our take on it um, on top of talking about collecting because we're collectors and uh, we also the people who behind that uh, the switch mania playcast we also just started a company called premium edition games so mm-hmm. we're now we're now game publishers so now we're we're actually publishing switch games physical switch games so we talk Stop, about that on- <laughs> really what kind of how okay whoa you should man i asked the wrong questions in the wrong order here um holy crap you're publishing games how did you even get into that like how does how does one start doing that business <laughs> i'd be the wrong person to ask that honestly uh, my co-hosts um they started it actually before they met me before yeah. i onto the scene um but they were working on it in the background and after i became a staple on the playcast they reached out and said hey listen we've been doing this for a while um do you want to be a part of it so i said yeah <laughs> like yeah so uh i'm like the third tier now like you know like the, like right below them um but i handle like customer support um i handle our discord we have a discord for premium edition games i handle um interviews in fact i've like just like I do with Nintendo Fuse, I'm doing interviews for the developers and the people um, who contribute to the games we're putting out. So our first game that we're putting out is Super Blood Hockey for the Switch, which is available. Oh, nice! Right now, right now it's available for pre-order at PremiumEditionGames.com. Um, so please support us. We're doing, you know, we're bringing digital games physically. Uh, we've got a couple other games already lined up that we've announced. Uh, one is the Pigeon uh, Dev Games Collection, which is four games. Uh, it's uh, Bug and Night, Awesome P one and two, and uh, oh, I can't remember the fourth game now. <clears throat> but um, that's all going to be on the same cart, all four games. Um, and then we're also doing a robot named Fight, which is uh, Metroidvania, two D Metroidvania, and uh, we have, we have more lined up um, that I can't talk about. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, we, but do you basically just have like your online store and like that's how like it gets everything kind of gets like directed order or is there like one of you guys has all these cartridges <laughs> and cases like all there like in your garage and stuff? Yeah, they're under pre-order. There, like, there's a lot to it. It's not just boom, let's go. We got I me mean, you know, the art, the cases. We're we're sure. getting in, and then obviously with COVID, there's a little bit of slowdown. But uh, we do have a, a warehouse that was going to have that, and it will be shipping stuff out. But the uh, the shop is all up and available uh, for pre-order right now. So yeah, that's that's my. It's a big deal, man! Holy crap! Yeah, I, I love the games industry. I love being a part of it. I love being an interviewer. I love being podcast host. I love being a, a journalist, and I cover shows for Nintendo Fuse in the past. And now I, I get to be part of a publishing company, uh, making games as a, as especially as a physical collector. I love it, and 
Uh, that's one of the things I hated like going to shows and talking to people. Like, would you like this game physical? Like, yeah, but no one will do it. Now I'm like, hey, maybe I can make your dream a reality if yeah. stars technically align. What are the barriers that you sort of reduce by doing? Is it just that like you offer that that outlet for them that like and offered as an opportunity for them? Like, what are what are the things that that other people wouldn't do that you guys are willing to do to make that happen? Uh, I mean, it all depends on how we feel about the game and the people behind it. First and foremost, I mean, if the people sure. if the people behind it are already give off a bad attitude. I mean, we're just going to look away. <clears throat> um, but if you know, the game has to speak to us, we uh, and really there has to be that passion there. And one thing we like, I'm I'm a big fan of multi card games. I love collections. You mm-hmm. know, like my legacy collection is great. Pop it and boom, you get a bunch of games. So I like to look at developers and say like, hey, could we get more? Then this one, could we get a couple games? Could we make you know more bang? And that's why we did the pigeon dev, um, you know, because it's funny is because like awesome P one and two. If you've never heard of them, they're they're two D platformers, but they're done in like Game Boy style, like the the lime or the pea soup green and sure, blah. yeah. And uh, Play Asia just put them out for Vita on a single card, just those two games, sold out. Uh, Red Art Games is putting them out on PS four, um, each individually. So you had to buy mm. awesome and awesome B2, two separate PS4 discs. We're taking the same games, we're putting them on one Switch card, but we're adding two extra games. We're like, we want to yeah. give you more bang for your buck there. And on top of that, we're giving like slipcases. You know, we have a del- we have deluxe versions for our games. Like that one's getting a deluxe, which is going to have like steelbook, soundtrack, stuff like that. Uh, and we're also writing guides. <clears throat> old school strategy guides because like why not yeah what else is there to do like anything else you guys have not done yet <laughs> holy crap man so well I'm, I'm not the one writing it of course but but we do have we have a very talented writers working on them and uh yeah we're, we're looking forward to getting those out to people so that's just another avenue of how i'd like to to contribute to this wonderful gaming industry oh my gosh man what else like what i don't know how to ask the appropriate question to just go like what other bombshell have you got going on like that I'm not really aware of. <laughs> like, what else? What else would you love to chat about, man? Like, because it's kind of like I, I feel like we could go anywhere there. I mean, I just I'm a people person. I love video games. I've grew up with video games. They've been in my life my entire life. Literally, they they are my passion. Um, I feel like you're ensuring that they will be part of your life for the rest of your life, yes. for all of your life, forever. Our yeah. kids don't like video games. They're disowned. Like, get out of here. No. Yeah, definitely. But Can't imagine. Uh, but oh god, no. But it's just one of those things where, for me, it's about the story. Uh, just the story of every, like everybody's story. And you know, I've I've talked with people, and they're like, "Oh, I've got like only two hundred games." I'm like, "So." Like, well, I only have two. So you have 200 games. That's fantastic. You should be proud of this. Those are your 200 games. Everyone collects differently. Some people mm-hmm. like full sets. Some people like to collect subsets, like all the Castlevania games or all the Mega Man games. Some people like all games from a diff- particular publisher, like I want all the Nintendo games or the Sony games or the you know working design games. And so, what's your approach? Like, how do you get to 12,000? Um, I started with. Well, I start. I never sold a game. All my okay. games from from ever I've always held on to, but I I started doing subsets. That's how I started. You know, hey, I I get a particular game, I play it, I like it, I like to play through a series. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, let me go and get all the series. Even if I haven't played through them yet, I still like to collect all from a series. And then from there, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm only a you know a hundred away from maybe this set. So then I started doing set collecting, and yeah. I set collecting to be a lot of fun because 
you wind up playing games or, or collecting games that you never would have buy. And then you say, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a Friday night. Maybe I'll pop this in. Let me see. This looks weird. And finding some real gems. Like, yeah. I never would have played this. And uh, now I've found a game I love. And sometimes you play really crappy games. There's some really garbage games. <laughs> yeah. Pre-COVID, you have your friends over. And so, like, let's play some really crappy games on purpose. And you get entertainment just laughing at how bad they are. Or laughing at Yeah, for friends. sure. Like, oh, yeah, I can't believe you died to that. Like, you want to try? This is terrible. You know, and to me, there's value. And especially when mm-hmm. you pick them up cheap. Like, hey, I got it for a dollar. It's very easy to get a dollar's worth of entertainment out of um, a crappy game. <laughs> really yeah. easy. Especially when you say, oh, I go to the movies and I watch a movie for an hour and a half and I paid 17 bucks for it well crap an an hour or a dollar's worth of entertainment is what like two minutes or three minutes or something like that like in in that retrospect so yeah this is really easy to do um it that's that's what i love but even when collecting other things like i've been to a garage sale once and they they had a bunch of stuff and they're like oh yeah here 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 um and one of the things they had was a yellow game boy color i love it and they handed it to me and on the back was this girl's name, their daughter's name. And they're like, oh, we're so sorry that it was written like that. I said, don't be. I said, tell me more about your daughter. Tell me more about your daughter in this Game Boy. And they said, like, oh, yeah, she she brought it to school, so we had her write her name, and she loved it, and she carried it with her everywhere, and she she always played in different games, and it, it meant a lot to her, and then eventually she outgrew it and uh, now doesn't care anymore. I said, well, you know what? I'm going to care for it. And she's like, are you serious? But it's got the name. I said, I like it better because it has that name. No kidding, I said, I man. The, I had a yellow Game Boy Color. I'm going to get rid of mine from my collection. I'm going to keep this one because this meant something to this girl. And there's stories behind this Game Boy. So this is now worth more to me. Just It's basically like Woody with Andy written on the foot. Yes. But for, for video games. 100%. You know, and I've, I've had... I mean, plenty of people have had cartridges with people's names on it. And sometimes they they write obscenely all over the place. And it's like, all right, I got to yeah. clean this off. But when it's something sweet like that, I'm like, you know what? This has more value to me now. This- Did you kind of feel bad? No. Because- Taking it in front of them? <laughs> At that point, she was she had already moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parents were like, yeah, we, we want to see it go to a good home. And they- well, I'm gl- hopefully you got a good price for it, too. <laughs> I don't remember what I paid. It was a couple years ago, and it was a lot. I got in a lot. That's the thing. Like, it's not like you would have needed. I'm sure you wouldn't have needed like, another Game Boy. No, no so you just kind of yellow one. Yeah, it was just like they once they presented. I said, I want this. Like this to me means more now. Holy cow, man! I'm completely fascinated. Um, I feel like people should definitely check out all of your stuff. They should follow you on all the social medias and stuff. So let them have it, man. Tell them where to find all of the things that you're doing on the Twitters and all the things where people can check out all your stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I try to be as active as possible on Twitter. I usually try to post multiple times or share things, uh, especially gaming related items. Um, but I'm always available just to chat life and you could find me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. Um, where um, I'll be sharing this, of course. Uh, on YouTube, like I said, you can find me at Nintendo Fuse, and you can now also find me at Premium Edition Games. Uh, in terms of my podcasts, uh, Nintendo Fuse and uh, the Switch Mania Playcast are on all uh, podcast things. Um, with, the, with the Playcast, we're actually on Anchor as well, where you can actually leave us voice messages. Um, also nintendofuse.com uh, where you can see articles that not only I write but the rest of our team 
Uh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, premiumeditiongames.com, where you could pre-order Super Blood Hockey right now, as well as all our other games. And That's dope, man. I might have to get that. Super Super Blood Hockey is a good game. It's a great game. <laughs> it's super fun. It is a great game. And uh, also on Discord, we have a, a Nintendo Fuse Discord, where we pretty much made it a gaming community where we have developers and, and stuff in there as well, just to chat, as well as our fans for from the the podcast and anyone who just wants to talk video games and then premium edition games we also have a discord there where you can talk to myself and the other team members uh suggest releases for us just talk video games show off your collections whatever you want to do um those are all available as well i love it man well thank you so much for your time tonight and also for all the rescheduling that we had to do to get you here tonight i really really appreciate it um i feel like i just need to go make a big life moment i feel like i need to make like a big change of some sort right now man just like because why not this has been awesome why not you know thanks for your time tonight man absolutely thank you for having me it's it's an honor to uh be here and well worth the wait and the rescheduling Partway through the conversation, I was half expecting Barry to tell me about like six other side gigs, side hustles that he's got going on. And holy crap, he's doing all of the things. Thank you to Barry for reaching out, for finding me, however the hell he even did that. Uh, and, and reach out and being on the show, man. I think we've got a couple people going to be brand new coming up pretty soon. But not before Bobby Paul's. The Nintendo Guru is going to be a guest. Antonio Guillen, he's a guest. We've got these already recorded kind of just going a little bit crazy over here got a couple, actually extra episodes in the can and also scheduled all the way through october so i'm excited i think i'm talking to benji kong pretty soon here on monday dude what is going on man i hope you guys enjoyed that i love this i love this whole this this continues to go on meeting strangers making friends learning about them making life better man i hope you guys appreciate that i thank you all. I, i'm glad you guys are here sticking around to the end and um, if you want to continue to support the show in in additional ways a couple things you can do you can follow me on twitter at sean capri you can rate it on apple Podcasts if you if you use the app this i always say this but it doesn't really have anything to do with the show but if you want to support me personally i guess you can go to twitch twitch.tv slash sean capri give me a follow there i would really appreciate that streaming a little bit more I've got a I've got a couple streams going on already first week of september it's happening we're back guys I've, I'm, I'm starting to figure this out or, if you're so inclined, you could go to patreon.com slash Capri, throw a buck or two or ten or more or whatever you like. You get everything early, even just for a dollar. This show's early, Cup of Joe's early, Xbox Drive early, a little bit earlier. Xbox Drive's a little bit early. <laughs> but you also get, the, I think the real magic is in the Pants Patreon podcast for Patrons Podcast. And you get that warm, fuzzy feeling on the inside, right in the, right in the tummy feeling. I think that's is that where everybody gets the the warm fuzzy feeling is in the is in the tum- do you get it in your chest do you get it in the fa- I think if you get in the in the face or the head like a fuzzy feeling maybe you should sit down for a second maybe you should lay down a little bit I don't know if you're supposed to get the fuzzy feeling in the face it's probably not a good thing but fuzzy feeling in the in the in the belly in like the care bear spot right there that's where you want it you can get that you can find that at patreon.com/slashimikapri thank you to 50 people who do that over there. So uh, enough on that, guys. Thank you guys for checking the show out. Thank you for continuing to support. And otherwise, this has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears and in your brain. Next week, I'm going to be here with Bobby Pauls. I hope you're there, too. Now it's time for Jason. We're going to look for Jason. Shout for Sean, but also Jason. Jason, Sean, Jason, Sean, Jason, Sean, Jason, Sean. Jason!
Jason! Jason! Jason! Jason! Jason! Jason! Sean! 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 Jason! 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 